Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 42 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. This episode is the second of four that will explore what is preventing you from committing to mental training and how you can develop a comprehensive mental training program to support your athletic goals. The topic for today's episode is three goals for athletic success. Defining success in sports is a difficult task. When I ask most athletes and coaches how they define success, it's usually in terms of results, whether wins, rankings, or times. Though admittedly, results are the ultimate determination of success, I've found that a preoccupation with results can both interfere with achieving those results and can produce feelings of disappointment and frustration, or even worse. As I discussed in a previous episode, one problem is that focusing on results can actually prevent you from getting the results you want for two reasons. First, if you're focusing on results before a competition, you're not focusing on what you need to do to get those results. Second, focusing on results, specifically the possibility of bad results, is what causes you to get nervous before competitions, which will only hurt your performances. Another problem with sports is that your efforts don't always lead directly to the results you want because you can't control everything in a competition. In other words, stuff happens in sports that can derail your best efforts. To help demonstrate this point, let's compare success and failure in sports to success and failure in school. Let's say you have an exam coming up. If you study hard and are well-prepared, assuming the test is fair, the chances of you doing well are very high, say 95%. Why? Because there are few external and uncontrollable variables that could prevent you from doing well. There is no bad weather or rough field conditions when it comes to taking tests. Sports, however, are very different. You can be completely ready to have a great competition, but things don't work out in your favor. For example, you experience bad weather, such as fog or high wind, or make a costly mistake that you can't recover from. As a result, the odds of doing well in a competition, even if you're really prepared, are, I would say, maybe around 80%. Given the uncertainty of sports, basing how you feel about your performance and about yourself solely on your results is a recipe for experiencing the very thing you want to avoid. That is to say, failure, and some pretty unpleasant emotions. I prefer to define success in terms that are controllable. To that end, here are three goals that, if you accomplish them, not only will you experience considerable satisfaction in your athletic efforts, but you're also more likely to get the results you want. Here's an unknown quote. The real value of setting goals is not the recognition or reward. It's the person we become by finding the discipline, courage, and commitment to achieve them. So now let me share with you the three goals you should have on the day of a competition. Goal number one, before the competition, total preparation. On the day of the competition, all you can control is yourself, which means your preparations. When I work with athletes, I tell them that when the competition starts, I want them to be able to say, I'm totally prepared to achieve my goals today. Because ultimately, that's all you can do. Being totally prepared is the only chance you have to get the results you want. If you aren't completely prepared, you have zero chance because many of your opponents, who are just as good as you are, or better, will be really prepared. And if you are totally prepared, you don't, as I just indicated, have a 100% chance of success, but your chances are pretty darn good. If you aren't totally prepared to perform your best, I have no sympathy for you, because as I just said, you can control your preparations. If you're not completely ready to perform your best, you have no one to blame but yourself. 
On the other hand, a tough break during a competition, for example, a bad call from a ref, is worthy of some sympathy, though not too much because that's the unpredictable nature of sports. Total preparation involves looking at everything within your control that can impact your performances and taking steps to maximize all of those areas. On the day of the competition, these areas include your sleep, nutrition, equipment, tactics, and warm-up. Just before the competition, they include a comprehensive competitive routine that's comprised of final equipment preparations, if your sport involves gear, and getting physically ready, warming up, breathing, reaching your ideal intensity, and of course mentally, using imagery, focus, and mindset to be ready. So, when the competition begins, you feel totally prepared and confident you can perform your best. From Bobby Unser, the two-time Indianapolis 500 winner, success is where preparation and opportunity meet. Goal number two, during the competition, bring it. I would argue that so-called solid play or solid performance isn't usually enough to get the results you want. If your outcome goals are at all high, your only chance of real success in achieving those goals is to bring it, meaning pushing your limits, taking risks, and competing with abandon. This goal seems pretty obvious, given that we all know that holding back usually doesn't work. So, what prevents you from bringing it every time you compete? Well, an inherent danger of bringing it is that the risks you take in the process may not pay off. Bringing it might lead to a costly mistake. In other words, bringing it may result in failure. And for most athletes, failure is the worst possible thing to experience and to be avoided at all costs. Yet, by not bringing it, you have no chance of achieving success. Another unknown quote, you didn't wake up today to be mediocre. Finally, goal number three, after the competition, no regrets. Have you ever been at the start of a competition and just wanted a solid, safe, consistent performance? Maybe you've had a string of poor performances and just wanted to get through one without any major mistakes. So you perform tentatively and cautiously. When the competition is over, you're relieved at finally having not had any major fails. But what is the result of this sort of attitude? Usually a pretty mediocre performance and also a loss. What's your immediate emotional reaction? Regret. What's regret? Wishing that you had done something differently. In other words, you wish you had gone for it, even risking mistakes, rather than performing so tentatively. You look back at the competition and you wished you had charged more rather than held back. Regret is a huge value for me in both my personal life. I want to look back on my life and have as few regrets as possible. And my professional life with athletes. I don't want them to have many regrets either. I want you to look back on a competition, season, or your career, whether successful or failing, and be able to say, I have no regrets because I left it all out there. I may not have achieved my greatest goals, but I did everything humanly possible to be the best that I could be. You will certainly be disappointed in not fulfilling your goals fully, but you will get over that feeling and will likely feel great pride and inspiration in knowing that you did everything you could to accomplish your goals. Regret, by contrast, cannot you forever. You want to give yourself every opportunity to achieve your outcome goals. Yet, when you have failed to achieve these three goals, you have about a zero chance that you'll get the results you want. By contrast, I can't guarantee success today or tomorrow, no matter what you do. 
But I truly believe that if you commit to and consistently strive toward these goals, I'm willing to bet that good things will happen in your sporting life and your life in general. An unknown quote. In the end, we will only regret the chances we didn't take. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 42 of Train Your Mind for Athletic Success. And be on the lookout for episode 43 in the near future.